Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Not until halfway through the festival did Jesus go up to the temple courts and begin to teach. The Jews there were amazed and asked, How did this man get such learning without having been taught? Jesus answered, My teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. Anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. Whoever speaks on their own does so to gain personal glory, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is a man of truth. There is nothing false about him. Has not Moses given you the law? Yet not one of you keeps the law. Why are you trying to kill me? You are demon-possessed, the crowd answered. Who is trying to kill you? Jesus said to them, I did one miracle, and you are all amazed. Yet because Moses gave you circumcision, though actually it did not come from Moses, but from the patriarchs, you circumcise a boy on the Sabbath. Now if a boy can be circumcised on the Sabbath so that the law of Moses may not be broken, why are you angry with me for healing a man's whole body on the Sabbath? Stop judging by mere appearances, but instead judge correctly. John chapter 7 verses 14 through 24. We know it's not possible to understand another human being perfectly. Even spouses who've been married for decades will find that their partner can at least once in a while do something that surprises them. Parents can be caught off guard by something their child does, or lifelong friends can be confused by the actions of someone they thought they knew very well. Even the people we're closest to in our lives are full of surprises, no matter how well we know them. And if this is true of us, how much more should it be true of Jesus? And Jesus surprises people in this passage. He's been known as a miracle worker to a few. He's been doing some teaching in the outer regions of Israel. But for the first time in John's Gospel, Jesus goes to the temple at Jerusalem and sits in the main teaching seat of the land. This is where the best and the brightest religious minds gathered and where teaching came that influenced the entire nation. And Jesus amazes everybody who hears him teach. He never went to Bible college, is basically what they're saying here. He hasn't been taught by one of our esteemed rabbis. Where does all of this revelation and information possibly come from? Jesus has the simple answer. It comes from God. The revelation comes from God, and Jesus has come to point people towards God, and therefore his teaching should be considered trustworthy because he is pointing upwards towards heaven always. He reminds these experts of God's law that they all fail to keep God's law. Even when they try to keep God's law, they often miss the heart of God behind the specific law that they're trying to uphold. They have a very legalistic understanding, the letters of the law, such as circumcision needs to happen on the eighth day. And if that day lands on a Sabbath, you can break the Sabbath by having a religious ceremony because circumcision is so important. But they got angry at Jesus earlier in John's Gospel for healing the man by the pool on the Sabbath. They're suggesting that God must not have cared about him unless it was on the other six days of the week. There's a powerful challenge here for all of us. Stop judging by mere appearance, Jesus says, and make a right judgment. Now elsewhere in the Gospels, Jesus has specifically said, don't judge, meaning we shouldn't look down upon anybody or exalt ourselves over others for their failings because we have failings too. 
Here, however, Jesus means that we should judge, not people, but we should judge between right and wrong. We should judge what is of God and what is not. This is the good kind of judging, but not just by mere appearance. Truly determining what is right and wrong or what is God and what is not, this requires actual depth, more than just a snap conclusion that's reached without prayer or without wisdom. Now, it takes longer, but this is the right kind of judgment. Today, take some time to think about the ways that Jesus has surprised you in your life or surprised you in his word. What did these surprises teach you about God? What did they teach you about you? And let's pray that we'll follow him, even in the times when he is surprising us as we move forward. Mm-hmm.